Previously on Quest Friends Forever. So you go through the portal once again, crossing over to the other dimension. You find Remedy 2 completely deserted. That's where they took your people. Fort Fate, they call it. One of the biggest and most important bases of operations for the Gravers. You see a single cart parked unmoving. The cart is filled with some kind of burlap sacks. You can't really tell what's in them. We could just hide in the sacks, I guess. And you approach the imposing stone gates of Fort Fate. A stout human man comes around a nearby corner, strolling confidently as if he owns the joint. And the artificer says, Come on, weapon. We got a lot of folks to inspect today. Sure thing. You're able to take this armor back to the barn where you can don it and become disguised gravers. We're bringing in a thousand new people tonight. The new crop comes in in an hour and I need you to be on your game. I think we're gonna go try to find the device. You're basically looking for a shiny metal box. It's like a shipping container. So I think y'all are gonna go try to save the Remedians and I'll catch up with you. Val, Jared, and Ellie are going to wander off. So, Jessica, you can get comfortable because we're starting with the boys today. So, while most of the Gravers have migrated out of Fort Fate and toward that big empty field where a new, quote-unquote, crop of captives are about to be brought over from the other dimension, a skeleton crew of guards, not skeleton guards, please pay close attention, just a skeleton crew of guards. Are they... um, Biped or horse? Well, uh, okay. Here's also a follow up to that. They do have bones. That's so true. We it is a little misleading to say that they're wow. not skeletons because technically they are, but they just have more stuff on them. You know what? When also, you think about it, also, we're all skeletons, man. Um, excuse me. That was that was very very offensive to Val, who obviously has no skeleton. You know what? Yeah, that's true. Oh my goodness. No bones. A skeleton crew of guards has stayed behind in the fort to keep an eye on the already existing prisoners, the ones that are already being kept here, obviously. The newcomers outside are expected to be harder to control at first, of course, given the shock of their interdimensional abduction. But the ones who have been here a while are already quite familiar with the consequences of falling out of line or, God's forbid, outright disobeying. So they only need minimal eyes on them for tonight. Which is good news for our three disguised heroes as the black armor-wearing Jared, Val, and Ellie begin their search for the captive Remedians who have been brought to the fort for a more scrutinized lockdown after a small group of them vanished from Remedy 2. And for more info on that, please see episode 23 of the podcast Quest Friends Forever. <laughs> so, how do you three, you two and Ellie, so I guess me, uh, how do the three of us go about this search? What do we do? Where are we looking? How are we trying to find intel about where these folks are being captured? Or uh, uh, captive, held captive, Jesus Christ. I think we should either kick some ass or cause some chaos because here's the thing. By the time it takes for the other guards to to find out anything has happened, mm-hmm. we'll already have like gotten what we needed to or the weapon will have come. I don't know. Wait, wait, I got it. I got it. And we're going to reuse the thing that we've already done in the past. So sorry for repeating the exact same antics as before. That's kind of boring podcast, but we're going to do it anyways. So, weapon, everybody important is out in the field right now. But then there's mm-hmm. a couple of dumb idiot guards that are stuck behind. You don't those know their like intelligence the, level. Those are like the those are like the the janitor crew. Those are like the the team B. Like mm-hmm. they're not the they're not the the elite guards who uh, went with the 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 big machine and all that. I mean, you don't know that, but go on. So, Val is going to take off the disguise and become the machine in disguise. The weapon. The weapon sorry, the weapon in disguise where Jared is going to be accompanying the weapon and we're going to go yell at some guards because they're not doing their job right. You messed up so bad at your job that the weapon had to come back from the field to make sure that you do your And then Jared does his thing and we make the skeleton crew guards do what we want them to do. We make them take us to the prisoners because yeah. we want to belittle the prisoners. Yeah. You, you want to just you, make I, fun of them I'm for I'm not going to say anything because I'm the weapon and they would know I'm oh. fake. So Good this plan. is entirely up to Done. you and your and your acting, and I'm just going to be there to intimidate and punch walls. Well, as we just discussed, my IMDb page. <laughs> I'm more than happy to come. <laughs> um, yeah, let's do it. That sounds perfect. Okay, so Val, do you just like strip down in the middle of the street, or do you like 
go around a corner Ooh. or what's what's happening uh val goes to get some privacy to disrobe but also keep in mind that val still can't see so val just kind of walks forward for five feet and then turns left and then another foot and then stops right in the middle of the the (laughs) open area but oh okay good now i have privacy i would say uh ellie who is with you probably Gives you a kind of a not an obvious like gonna hold your hand because that would be strange for the gravers to see two gravers holding hands because sure. they're close minded and bad. Um, they're the villains, right? In the story, <laughs> but Ellie can maybe give you a little little push, push in the back, like hey, maybe go that way. Yeah. So she kind of uh, uh, picks up on on what you're doing and and pushes you a little bit uh, toward a toward an alley maybe. We also know what the weapon actually looks like because we've seen the weapon with our own with their weapon own looks eyes. exactly I don't like have you. Eyes. Okay, so I don't have to like do anything else to become the weapon in disguise. Uh, you do know that the weapon, weapon has a different voice. Guy. The weapon has a different oh, voice than you. Okay, so don't talk. Um, which <laughs> not everyone knows. Like um, the the lower level grunts who have never met the weapon in person probably wouldn't know. Like uh, Gary and Jerry, who were guarding Remedy Two when you met them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did all kinds of tricks for them, and they were like, "Oh, cool, bruv," or whatever. But the ones yeah, who are but here, to be f- to be fully fair, I feel like I did them a favor and kind of unlocked a couple kings for those guys. So like, uh, you know what? Fine. They're gonna, living their life they now. Got to live a they're really enjoy. Yeah, they unlock. It unlocked something, and they're like, they're better for it. I feel you we'll unlock something a, a inside, inside of them. Where Gary and by Jerry locking right something now. outside I- of them. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you think about it, like, not all first order stormtroopers know what Kylo Ren sounds like. It's true from by his voice. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is. That is correct. That's why Gary and Jerry didn't know, but you are currently at the base where the weapon is. Hmm. So yeah. odds are higher. But, but again, the, but again, we're talking thing. about B B squad skeleton crew. We're talking uh-huh. about the the shittiest guards, the worst. You don't the, the know ones that. that the ones that fail. I can make them elite if I want to. Exams, Do not fucking push me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Val, you you disarm. I am now I am now the weapon. You're back to your full vow glory. Yes. Your your full vow. Okay. I it's silly. If you knew vow, you knew what vow was doing. But now in vow walks, they kind of puff their chests out a little bit more mm-hmm. and kind of walk a little taller. And the fun part is that you had no way of explaining what was happening. So <laughs> you kind of just went to an alley and disrobed, and Ellie's like, "Oh, um, are we are we doing the disguise thing, the, the impersonation thing? I guess." And I give a thumbs up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's probably smart to not talk. Uh, okay, so um, and then and then shake. Oh, I don't know if we do that anymore. Oh. Um, okay, uh, Jared, what are we um, who are we gonna who are we gonna get first? Um, okay, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Secondly, oh, <laughs> I think we should. Let's. It's gonna be a quiet town, right? It's gotta be quiet. Everyone's gone. Pretty quiet. Yeah. So if we just listen, we're gonna hear some goofy goober left behind glorified cops being silly and being a mess i'm gonna okay. listen the two pirates and the pirates of the caribbean who get the out, gay ones the ones time. who are gay together the ones who are gay together forever <laughs> so we're trying to uh, <laughs> eavesdrop and hear some shit yeah you mean the twink and the bear yeah they're gay <laughs> okay so we're trying to eavesdrop on a twink and a bear that's not so <laughs> you know very well that you all need to roll a perception check then sure too bad stephanie's not here who has like a 36 in perception mm. Sorry. Wow. I got a 15. I, I got a 22. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So as, uh, as Val disrobes in this alley and uh, Ellie and, and Jared just kind of press their ear to the, the ground metaphorically, or maybe literally. Um, That's how it works. Hmm. Okay. So you see uh, uh, one graver walking by uh, as you're kind of peering on this alley this, listening. Uh, you hear the footsteps of this graver. This graver uh, has his helmet off. He's a he's an older guy. He's a little bit grizzled. He's like maybe in his his fifties. He's a human dude, a uh, little grizzled. He looks kind of uh, just upset at the world for just existing. say hot. <laughs> he's <laughs> is it is it Gerard Butler old or just say what is wait hold on is it Sorry. he's I'm, he's the I'm guy in the at... he's the guy in the just for men commercial where he his hair before he uses the just for men when his hair's still gray he's that guy no he's the Trivago guy that's who he is. Bob Hoskins. It's Bob Hoskins. Oh no, no, he's not quite that old. He's the Trivago guy. No, he's Bob Hoskins in fucking Frame from Roger Rabbit. 
Okay, fine. He's Bob Hopkins from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Good. So he's hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, he he's had his helmet under one arm. Uh, he also has a, a, a book and a pack of smokes uh, on him too. And he's kind of trudging uh, down one of the streets. And what you hear is uh, another another graver walk up to him. This one, this graver is the Trivago guy. And he says, uh, oh, oh, hey, um, uh, uh, Gilly. Oi, oi, Gilly. Oi, bro. Okay, okay, okay. All right. You are, uh, I forget we're doing a Stormtrooper thing. I'm doing a lot of Star Wars references in this podcast. But we're uh, doing a Stormtrooper thing where they're all the same guy. Where they got you stationed for tonight, bruv? And Gilly uh, just kind of sighs. He goes, I'm on basement duty. Boring, bullshit basement duty. Ugh. Oh, well, at least, at least it's peaceful down there, bruv. <sighs> kind of. I mean, I got to listen to all those people yap all night, you know? Wish I had some noise-canceling headphones or something. God. I guess I guess this, this is the short straw that I drew. How far away is this? Are, are we hearing this from? They are 15 to 20 yards away. Okay. Ooh, can oh, I got can it. we I got see it. them? I got it. Yes, okay. you can see them. If, if, Jared, if you peek around the corner, you can see them. You rolled a 22, oh, so yes, you can peek and Jared, see them. Jared, you got to follow my lead. Okay. Oh, wait. Do we still have a clipboard? No. Can we, You've been parade, can we parading side, around. Can we, wait, actually, the, actually, can we side quest to go get... Wait, fuck you. I have a bunch of shit in my inventory. <laughs> Actually, Jared, Jared had a clipboard most recently. I have when he was an apple, egg, flavors. onion, roll of toilet paper, a quill, a stack of parchment, <laughs> paper clips. Okay, yes, you have a goddamn oh. clipboard. I, without, I mean, it doesn't matter anyways. Without saying a word, not like I would be able to say this you want it. with words, I'm basically gesturing you to follow my lead. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah, sure. Yo, go. I walk... About five degrees to the left of these two guys, very fast and very sternly. Like somebody who's like stomping on the ground in a rush, but also really mad. And I like and a- I'm walking, just beelining towards something, and I walk just past them, like maybe five feet past them to their left. And I walk past about four steps and then I stop. Just halt stop. What like like my front leg, my knee, my front leg is still bent, like I'm still mid-stride, and I just stop. And I pause for a beat, and I, with my as angrily forward-shouldered as I could, I slowly turn my torso to the right, and now I'm looking at them. Okay. As you, I mean, you're obvious to see coming. You're a fucking robot, and also you're stomping. Yeah. Uh, so as you approach, they they're very startled. They did not expect to see you here. They straighten up very quickly and kind of try to get in like kind of a like a proper posture, I guess. Um, like, like standing at attention kind of thing? Yeah, like they're waiting for you to, to say something to them or something or just pass. So they're just kind of like frozen, like almost like a, like you're a T-Rex and they don't want to move to draw your attention. But then you turn around and they they are suddenly a little bit, <gasps> they wait with bated breath. I walk over hands behind my back, sort of nonchalant, like mm-hmm. shoulders back, like walking with confidence. And I walk up behind Val and I'm like... Well, well, well. Uh, why are you not in the basement? <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. We need a second to adjust. Hang on. <laughs> to this this new occurrence. I, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, now, I mind you, now, mind now. you, while, this, while he's doing up. that, Val is, Val is not standing upright. I'm not standing like standing up, you know, arms and legs equal at the side. I'm still sort of mid-stride, but twisted. Okay. As if my you were hit next, by a freeze my ray. next intimidation move will then to turn like to then you know feet together. Right. You've interrupted. Uh, you've interrupted my day, and now Ellie, I'm gonna have to deal with this bullshit. Ellie's following behind Jared, uh, just with her arms folded in front of her, trying to look menacing. I mean, she's in all black armor, but trying to look as you know menacing posture. Um, so you ask, why aren't you in the basement in your uh, Seinfeld clown voice, whatever yeah. that was? <laughs> um, the not Bob Hoskins one. Goes, oh, 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 I was just getting to my post. Uh, bro, I no. was not talking to you. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was talking to him. <laughs> and uh, I look over g- to the hot one. Bob Hoskins, uh, Gilly in this case. Helmet's still off. Uh, doesn't give you as much respect as the other one does. This one's a little bit grizzled. But still, but still, you know, standing. I'm not being disrespectful, but, you know. Um, the, well, I was, I was just on my way there. It's started my shifts oh, in five minutes, so. On your way there is not there. What am I doing, Cher? What the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> oh, my God. On your way there. Yeah, okay, I'll figure it out. I'll find it. I'll find You'll it. find it. They don't I'll know. Find it. 
They have no. They don't idea. know what you're supposed to sound like. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I sound like? I sound like fucking silly goose from. Uh, was it Adventure Time? I don't know. Fuck. Ooh, <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, Gilly says, "Well, I was just start for five more minutes, so I'm just I was gonna, I'm gonna be on time. I just a few. It's just that building right there." And uh, Gilly points to the largest, nicest looking building in this fort, which you recognize because you were just there a little while ago as the building where the artificer stays when the artificer is in town. Were you not aware? As soon as oh, you start, fuck. as soon as he, as soon as he starts <laughs> doing his share impression again, as soon as he starts talking, I know. Why Val's, did I say the Val's, word? Val's hand goes up and kind of just like, how do I describe this words? In a backwards motion, open palm, taps him on his chest to sort of like, like interrupt like, him. So, like like I got this. Yeah. Okay. Does that sort of fast? To I go, okay. Oh, oh I do. And then I. <laughs> And then the hand, and then and then the hand, because the hand went up really fast, right? But then now the hand goes down really slowly. Okay. And Val takes a couple of steps towards this guy. Wasn't Gilly? Gilly. He's, so he's standing up. So and Val's short. So I'm kind of like what my glass dome is probably chest height to him. Like yeah, like peck height. Okay. So Val takes very slow steps to stand directly in front of him, like a drill sergeant would to like a an army recruit, like just right in okay. front of him. Complete silence, and then Val's chassis sort of tips backward as if to look up at him. Mm-hmm. What is he doing? Uh, he's he's looking right back at you. Val is stone cold, not moving whatsoever. Glass dome is red. Oh shit! Okay, um, he's looking at you, and I assume this goes on for like ten awkward seconds, ten or fifteen. I'm not budging seconds. until he budges, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so after this long awkward pause, Gilly says, uh, "Is there something?" You need. I could help you with. I cut him off, and, and by my right hand, reaches down and grabs his book. I thought you were gonna say something else. Uh, <laughs> okay, and I punch him in the dick, and I no, and I grab his balls I and grab his butt. <laughs> no, I grab his book without okay, even. His book. It's without like Val doesn't Oh my have god, eyes your book is so big. Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, your brain must be huge. This podcast took a totally different turn. Uh, oh boy! You can't tell because Val's glass dome is just a glass dome. There's no eyes or direction or anything. But you this can is tell that Val. You can almost kind of feel that Val never broke eye contact with him while grabbing the book. Okay. And then takes a step back. Now holds the book with two hands open and mm-hmm. out in front of Val as if to read it. Uh huh. Flips a page. Flips a page. Do you want to know what kind of book it is? Sure. I don't care, but it's, sure. It's a romance novel. Uh huh. It's called, uh, it's called, uh, High Tide on Sailor Island. <gasps> oh my God, he is gay. <laughs> <gasps> Fuck yeah, this is the hot one. This is Bob Hoskins, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, great. How sweaty Fuck. is he? Uh, oh my God, sweaty so as sweaty. I am right now. He's real stinky too. Oh, oh my God. Oh boy. Perfect. <laughs> so grab his book, it sounds like. So what are you doing with this book, Val? Val just awkwardly, very intently flip the page, flip the page, mm-hmm. and then with one hand closes the book. Okay. My direction still is straight at him. Okay. And then uh taps the book backwards against uh um uh, uh against Eric's chest. Jared. Jared, you forgot Jared's I, name. I forgot Jared's name. God damn it! I, I, wow. I, tapped, I tapped the book backwards wow. to, to sort of tap it against Jared's chest. No one forgets Val's like, name. Like here, like here, take the book kind of thing. I'm done with it. Um, I grab the book from you, and I quietly peruse the pages. Mm. And as I flip the pages, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh my! Oh my Val's, god! Val's shoulders turn just ever so slightly towards Jared. And then Val starts hurriedly walking away in the same direction that Val was walking in to begin with. Okay. Um, as you leave, I look to both of them and I say, if we beat you to your post, you don't even want to know. Share, <laughs> <laughs> it's share. I fucking See, it's it. hard to do a stupid voice oh for like my the whole God. time, isn't it? You don't it? even know what's going to happen to you. <laughs> and, I, and I chase after... I chase after. Uh, you know who else you sound like? Who? Uh, the Charlie in the box from the 
from the Rudolph claymation. <gasps> Nobody wants to play with a Charlie in uh, the box. See, I should have done more like a Tim, like a yeah, like a trem, like a yeah. trembling timber, like a. Uh, so you say if we beat you to your poster, but, it, but then it would just sound like scary share. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now you now you're doing. Uh, I'm sure you're doing you're day share. We're all having yeah. a fun present time here, day right? share. Uh, um, so you start hustling off. Okay, so uh, Gilly, understanding the the consequences of actually you know coming face to face with the weapon, which is not a normal occurrence for the Gravers on their day to day, realizes this might be kind of serious. So uh, Gilly kind of like sighs, like ah. Oh, God, um, Ellie's still there, and Ellie turns and looks at uh, at you guys storming off, and then looks back at Gilly and just kind of goes, <laughs> as, <and laughs> as deep as she can without wanting to speak, and then uh, storms off after you. But also not walking as fast, kind of like trying to figure out if this guy's going in a different direction or not, because that would be not productive. Um, but uh, since he already pointed to the artificer building, you are going in the right direction. So Gilly uh, starts hustling a little bit after you not a lot of hustle because uh, again old and grizzled but uh, is going straight to his post and uh, I guess you guys would go to the front door of the artificers building right sure uh, so in in your hurry uh, Gilly gets there a few steps behind you and uh, he's already got like a ring of keys he's out he's like he's got it out he's like you know isolating the one key situation and uh, he tries to shoulder his way into the door like, oh, uh, if you just let me get through, I'll just get the door and I can just get right downstairs to my post. Uh, no no problems here. I'll just get the door here real quick. Uh, so I'm, and he tries I'm standing to... there and I, I do take a, a very slight step backwards to let him do his thing and open the door okay. and, and run down. And yeah. then just as he just as he uh, opens the door and is about to go inside, I my hand goes up to sort of like to say stop. And then I, with he the freezes. same hand, without the hand going oh. down, the hand then reaches backwards to to gesture at Jared to say, "Give me the book back." I pull the book out of my wherever and I give it to him. <laughs> okay, and then Val goes to the very last page of the book, mm-hmm. rip, rips the last page out. Oh, dick! And then and then Val hands him the book. He goes, uh, uh, "I mean, I've read it before, but still, wow. All right, fair. That's <laughs> a fair punishment, I guess." And Gilly opens the door. Uh, this is the, the I guess, it's kind of like a lobby. Like, the Artificer's building is almost like his own personal, like, kind of, we, call, we called it a summer home last time. It's almost like a small hotel where, like, the ground floor is, like, almost like a lobby where he might uh, entertain some important guests who might be coming to see the fort. But then there's, like, two or three floors above that for his lodgings and his uh, accoutrement. But we're not interested in going upstairs. We're interested I'm... in going downstairs to the basement. Yeah. So... Gilly hurries inside. I assume we all follow him inside. Mm-hmm. He uh, as he goes cartoon, inside, cartoon running noises. Yeah. As he goes does inside, he say, does uh, he say "walk this way"? And he does a funny walk, and then <laughs> no. oh, uh, he actually no. He says he says "walk this way," and then just those five notes from the Aerosmith song, and just by itself, isolated guitar. Val can't Val can't resist, and they come out of Val's supper. This entire podcast visually was a cartoon, so this is actually an animated series. But for those five seconds, it's actually just real concert footage of an Aerosmith concert. Yeah. Oh my god, like a bad fan cam YouTube video. I can't stop thinking. Like, this feels so Scooby-Doo. You said that, and I was like, yeah. It feels yeah. like we're doing Scooby-Doo shit. Anyways. A little bit. This is okay. like your guys' usual MO I know, but for some reason, it feels extra Scooby-Doo today, and I don't know why. <laughs> so, uh, it was a gay book. Uh, you know, <gasps> under, you That's know, why. Okay. Mr. Gay Johnson. Fuck. Like all the gay books Whoa. of Scooby-Doo. So Gilly walks into this lobby kind of area uh, and, and hurries towards where his post might be, and he notices that you guys are coming in to follow him. And he's like, "Oh, uh, you're you're gonna see me all the way down there, huh? Okay, well, uh, I, I guess right this way. I mean, weapon probably knows the way, but all right." And um, he crosses this kind of uh, hotel esque lobby with you know nice tables, nice chairs, uh, some some bookshelves with nicely bound books that no one's ever gonna read. But he comes to a a particular bookshelf which has the classic uh, the one green book kind of situation. Uh, and he he pulls this green book, and we have the very classic. The bookshelf slides slowly Scooby to the left. Scooby fucking do. Or I'll put in a better sound effect of rocks or stone gliding, whatever. Um, and reveals a a dark corridor with a uh, stone staircase leading down. And he turns back and says, "Are you gonna follow me all the way down, or is this good?" What are these these stairs? It's like spooky castle stone stairs going Big, down. Big, uh, yes, yeah, okay. uh, scary castle vibes. Yeah. Okay. How far? Yeah. Can we real tell how far this goes down. 
Uh, no, you're just at the entryway to them. It's like it's just dark in there, but you can tell the stairs go down. Do you think they go down pretty far? Do you think? All you can know I, is that he can referred I go, can to I go ahead and do the a, basement. Can I do a, a quick perception roll to see how? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Why are we pushing him down the stairs? Kinda. <gasps> do it. Twenty-three. God. 18, okay. 18 plus five. So you're trying to perceive how far down the stairs go. I want to know. I want to try to perceive if these stairs would help to assist me in doing some royal damage to this guy in front of me by simply pushing him down the stairs. Yeah, we're okay. gonna death becomes her his ass. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we'll say based on kind of the ambient echoey noises you can hear coming from down below. Maybe there's a a a, a wind that goes through. Have I? Uh, have um, I? Have I? I'm uh, still. Did a good attenuation job of my radar, my my lidar sensors, and my you don't have radar. Your your bat lidar sensors are pinging. Yeah. Real quick, I have a question. So we haven't really like hurt hurt any like real human on this podcast yet, right? We've just like maybe thrown some people in the trash. We fought people. Like we haven't like thrown them down hella stairs to where they're probably gonna die or be in a wheelchair for the rest of their life he um, is I don't wearing think we... a suit of armor yeah he's got okay he's, yeah i just want to just want to you know preface Point out by the fact we that haven't Val's like the first person killed... to commit murder yeah we haven't like killed, killed any humanoids. So, we've oh, killed one one human you okay edric but that was like that was a worth battle it. for the that fate was... of the world kind of yeah situation. yeah i do so jess i did have as soon as Dave was saying he was going to throw somebody down the stairs. I do have a plan as like. I don't like that you guys have plans for Dave doing things. No. (laughs) I mean, Dave's doing his own thing. You got to have plans to back it up. Let me me look at it. Hold on. Let me look at your character sheet. Is there a column that says, if Dave does this, do this? (laughs) That you've pre-planned already. (laughs) Um, Dave precautionary list. uh, C8. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Excuse me. It's like a choose your own adventure, but uh, Val chooses my adventure. <laughs> we, we actually, How many tables do you have because of me? We have a secret drive compendium called the Dave Tingency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't don't tell about it. So as I was saying, based on some of the wind or noises, um, uh, uh, this is staircase is uh, one to two stories. I don't know, like it's not like three steps. It's like like a long staircase, like the movie Death Becomes Her, maybe. But not impossibly far. You can definitely hear. It's not like, you know, you drop something down a well, you never hear it land. So moderate depth. How many feet How many feet would you say? I don't know anything about architecture. So uh, that's why I said one to two stories. I think it's 10 to 20 feet, right? Isn't 10 feet a story? Yeah. yeah. That's all right. Okay, great. Cool. That's good to know. Thank you. I'm not going to push the guy. Do it. No, 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 no. I mean, there's already no, planes in motion. Because that would actually be rude. Instead, as he no, takes but his... it would be rude. But yeah, we don't yeah. have to follow yeah. through. Yeah, but instead of physically pushing him in an aggressive, violent manner, I'm actually waiting for him to take the first step onto the first stair, and then from my inventory, I'm going to pull out that apple that I have, uh huh, and chuck it underneath his foot. So you're trying to do a banana peel situation, but with an apple. Yeah, it works. Okay, so you're going to have to roll for that to see. Does does an apple have, uh, uh, what do you call it? Apples can be slippery, baby. We can can do whatever we want here. But as long as you roll good. If you roll good, the apple will be slippery. Okay. Uh, Give me uh, uh, dex, a dex check to see if you can do that fast enough and accurately enough. Be dexterous, little robot. Wow. Your compatriots look on in confusion and horror. I got a 13. Right down the middle. Do I get an advantage? No, but there seems to be enough. Okay. Thirteen will be enough because uh, he's he's not looking out. For I'm this not apple. throwing the apple at him to cause damage. Right, you're just kind of rolling it on the ground. Yeah. Yes, this will work barely. Uh, so you just barely get the apple out of time and throw it under his feet. You as know he what? Takes the first because step he's not the stairwell. younger guard who's more mm-hmm. athletic and because he's, he's not very dexterous. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So he slips on this uh, buffed apple apparently, <laughs> uh, and goes Whoa! and falls down the stairs like Goofy. Uh, clang, very, very loud. He's wearing a heavy metal suit of armor. Clang, 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 down these uh, 20 feet of stairs, coming to uh, uh, one final crash at the bottom. Oh, right before he hits that final big crash, he's been bounced around, he's been bumped around. I'm going to cast Featherfall on this man. But not till the very end. Not till the very end. I mean, we okay. have an objective. We're we're trying to teach this man a lesson. <laughs> okay. We're trying to so, intimidate. 
So obviously okay. we're not gonna like severely harm, but we're gonna there by gonna by bumps. doing this by doing this we are still in disguise. Yep. This is not. Oh my God, there are uh, uh, intruders on, on the compound. This is just. Oh wow, the weapon's a dick. So which we know. <laughs> clang 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 clang. Poof. Clang. Poof. 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 Damn it! Did you trip? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Bloody looks like it, doesn't it? Oh man! Oh, that's gonna. <laughs> oh, I feel that in the old, right in the old keister. He doesn't want to use a term that he's learned from that book. Maybe keister is from the book. You don't know. You didn't read it. Sailors don't say keister. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's me, Danny, the DM of Quest Friends Forever, stopping by to say hello here in the middle of the episode, and to also say thank you so much for sticking with us as we missed another episode. Last time, it's just, you know, a crazy time of year, different ones of us have different stuff going on at different times, but uh, we are back here for this time, and we hope you are enjoying this episode, and let's get to the business. I got an email a little while back from the service we use to track our chart positions all over the world, and this email informed me that at the time of the email, Quest Friends Forever had ranked in the top 200 of Apple's comedy and fiction podcasts, and you might be saying, well, 200, that's not, you know, that's not very high, but think of every podcast in the world, and we were in the top 200 of them for that genre. That was really cool. That was really awesome. That made us all feel really good. And part of the reason that happened was because of y'all out there who are leaving ratings and reviews. That's right. This is a segue into the portion of the mid-episode hello where I beg for ratings and reviews. Um, When you leave those, good things happen, like top 200 ratings, uh, and it gets us to more ears and all that stuff. You know how this works by now. Please do that if you have not done so before. We would love you very, very much for it. You can do that anywhere you listen to podcasts, and it helps a lot. And thank you. Also, thank you to everyone who follows us on social media. Instagram is where we do our dirty social media deeds. Please follow us there. We are at Quest Friends Forever, of course, with the number four, but you already know that. We've got a lot of bespoke artwork for every episode that David, aka Val, draws. And, you know, it's just really great and really cool and really unique. Not a lot of other shows do that. And the best way for you to see that is, of course, well, by listening to the episodes here you see the thumbnail art from what you're listening to but they're also posted on instagram so you can you know like them even love them in fact over there uh, to let dave know he's doing a great job uh we've got other art and stuff over there too so uh go ahead and check that out that would be very very nice of you as well a lot of things you can do that are nice this time uh, another nice thing you can do, I just thought of it, actually. You can visit thenostalgianetwork.com to learn about The Nostalgia Network, which is our podcast network that we do, which features this show, and then The Nostalgia Podcast, which is about movies. And then there's The Mumbas and the Appas, which is about Avatar The Last Airbender. And then there's The Lousy Advice Podcast, which is about music. Different variations and combinations of us are on all those shows, mainly Jess and Eric. Uh, they're all really fun. Check them out, listen to them, download them, love them, share them, worship them, all that stuff. That's what I got. Let's get back to the episode. Uh, there is a part in this episode where my uh, microphone dropped out while we were recording. So there's a few minutes where you are hearing my Zoom audio rather than my good mic audio. I don't know where that is in the episode, if it's already happened or if it's coming up because I'm recording this uh, separately from the editing process. But uh, if you hear that, just know it's only going to last a few minutes. Sorry. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, and we will see you in another two weeks for another grand adventure of the fantasy ver- variety of. Yeah. Bye. So this gentleman falls down the stairs and then gingerly hits the ground. Now what is the plan? Well, why did you have to do that, Jared? Me? me? He's still conscious. He's Now, he's, now we he still have to deal with him. Because we don't I murder know, people. But it literally, he literally probably would have died. Did we not see Death Becomes Her? She dies on the stairs. She's dead. She dies. She breaks her neck. She breaks her arm. She breaks her leg. She's dead. But thankfully, she did take the potion. So she's not dead dead. She just has a broken, (laughs) fucked up neck and has to walk like this around the house. And it's so funny. This is our Death Becomes Her recap podcast. God, I fucking love that movie. Okay. Is is there a remake of that? Death rewatches her. God, I wish.
Okay, um, so I Val. feather fall him because I don't want to kill him. And here's the thing: I feel like the more we bully this man, the more we can break him. And if we can break him mentally, we don't have to break him more physically. You know, we, we don't could... have to break him more physically. Uh, I well, okay, sorry. So we, I think if we break him just enough, because he's he's a guard, even though he's you know. C squad, not very good. Yeah, but he's a little headstrong to take you on. Headstrong, he'll take on anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a little. It's a little aggressive. You know? Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Headstrong, take you on. So, so do you go down the stairs and see what happened, or do you just? Well, okay. So, so, so now that he's he's in a more weakened state, I guess you can Mm -hmm. say, even even as this like veteran grizzly old dude. Mm -hmm. Um, now I'm gonna go down there and cast charm person on him. Okay. Oh my God! Yeah, you could have just gasp. done that in the first place without pushing him no, down the goddamn no, because, stairs. But... No. no, because he's no, because he he would have he would have beat it. He would have been like, oh, oh what he? Okay, so you're going down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. So we go down the stairs, and I cast. Well, person. can I tell you what's happening at the bottom of the stairs first before you start doing stuff? Okay. There's a little no, dog. It's time, this is not dog. a podcast. It's Danny. time to gaslight. It there's is a little, time to gaslight. Doggy, and we and must the doggy go has now. keys in the dog's mouth. You're not going to railroad us into whatever it is that you think Into is telling you what you see with your eyes? Uh, no. We're going <laughs> to tell you because yeah, Wait, can you tell D&D. me in, in, in great detail what the lighting is like going down the stairs? Danny, I'm about to fucking tell you if you let me Danny, talk. Danny, you actually <laughs> wanted us to go down these stairs. Do you not remember <laughs> us telling you that? So, Jesus Christ. Do we catch Trump person on Danny? It's not working. This long stone <laughs> staircase leads down to the ground floor of the basin below. Uh, you take it down. As you uh, traverse down these stairs, there is a faint blue glow coming from downstairs. There's your fucking lighting. There's a faint blue glow <laughs> coming from downstairs. And as you hit the bottom, uh, here's what you see. You see uh, Gilly on the ground doing that kind of, ah, oh, ah. You know, he's hurt. He's he's okay, though. Um I mean, he's not okay, but he's not dead. Uh, he's a little bit, little bit sloppy. Uh, more importantly, uh, a few feet beyond where Gilly landed here on the landing, I guess there is a translucent wall kind of situation. It's like a, it's like a barrier that has been set up here. It's a translucent barrier of calm, wavy blue energy, sort of like, uh, like a pool, but you know, it's not water. Uh, yeah, sort of Stargate. But I mean, you can, you can see through it, kind of. Um, uh, it's blocking the entrance to what is on the other side. It is a barrier to what's on the other side. And you can see through it a little bit. It's translucent, uh, not transparent, but translucent. Um, and you can see on the other side of it, there are many, 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 many metal bars that make up uh, cells, jail cells. And there are uh, many, 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 many people inside of them. There are two dozen cells down here, uh, each of them with many people in them. You would guess there are several hundred people down here crammed into these cells on the other side of this blue barrier. Cool. I'm sorry. How many people, Danny? Uh, roughly, if you were there with your 96 perception, you would say it's about 450. So since there's only like six people here, I feel like we can get them out pretty quick. So uh-huh. we need to be able to defeat this translucent barrier, though. That feels um, like that's a roadblock. I feel like uh, Gilly, the uh, middle-aged, hurt, D-squad, not good at his job, guard. Mm-hmm has control over this magical barrier. You don't know. You don't know that. So I... It's up to you to figure it out. Before even finishing walking down the steps, I toss Charm Person at him. Hang on. Eric might have a thing. Wait, Eric, Are you going to let Val do that? I want to inspect this barrier. Okay. Do you want to do that while Val is Charm Person? Either way. I just have an idea, and I need to inspect the barrier to see if I can do the thing that I want to do. Okay. So Val, you're going to go first. You're going to Charm Person. What do I have to roll, or what do you have to roll? You have to roll wisdom saving throw. So fucking no, wise. You if you beat it. I rolled an 11. <gasps> hang on. You, you have, have lost. I have stats for guards. Plus zero. 11 you, plus zero, so 11. You are charmed. Okay. So we'll, we'll hear from Charmed Gilly in a second. Uh, Jared, you're inspecting the barrier? Yes. So I'm going to roll okay. a inspection check, perception check. Why don't you start with investigation? That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. That face. He's got a face. What is that? That's, That's a big smile. Natural twenty. Oh shit. A natural twenty. I mean, wow. it's twenty twenty one with the stuff. 
But as long as it's nat, it's it's maximum, 100% cranked. Cranked it! Love it. Okay, so this wall, this barrier is magic. What do you know? Uh, it That's is... all you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the barrier is magic. It's blue. <laughs> it, it's wavy. It is um, evocation magic. I mean, what are you trying to? What are you trying to I, gain? I'm trying out of this? to find if there's a starting and end point with this magic barrier. Got like, it. Okay. Is it? Is it? Is there an origin point for this? Like the sword? Like is there? Is it coming from somewhere, or is it like a a one unit, no beginning, no end? Got scene? it. So you're looking if this is like like little device. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you obviously can't go past it, and it is here, just here on this kind of narrow landing. It's it's you know if you were to be able to go through it into the cell area, you'd be able to look around more, but you cannot um do that yet, as as far as you know. From what you can gather with a natural twenty, this uh is a not. This is magic. It's not being coming from a device. This is um, a, a a spell that is being cast, and as such, there are no uh, breaks in it that you can perceive. So it is a it's one solid piece. What a waste of a twenty! <sighs> I had a what really else cool do you want to know that I can tell you with a twenty? Um, can I see? So fuck. Okay, tell me what you're trying to do, and I'll I'll help you. I'm trying because if there was an origin point for this uh-huh. barrier, what I was gonna do is I was gonna pull out my paper clips and turn it into a little with the rubber band <laughs> and launch paper clips at it until it broke. Uh. <laughs> that probably wouldn't have worked, but I like it. No, it would have because I'm cool. <laughs> what if I did it? <gasps> you can launch better... it as fast as a fucking bullet, probably. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this, but whatever. I don't know where we're going with it. Uh, <laughs> as Jared is gaining a lot of good information uh, about the school of magic that is casting this, and it's and it's it's permeability, I guess. Well, no, you didn't wait. One more, one um, more, one more check, one more check. I'm gonna do. You just you charmed the guy. That's what you. That's what you're doing. No, no, I know, I know, but I'm also gonna do a check to see are there other. <laughs> no, no, I'm just gonna do two things at once though. Yeah. Well. Okay. No. Now... Wait, actually, I'm gonna just get the captors out, and we're gonna go. Oh. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so one more. So I, uh huh. Fine. I nudge at Ellie and say, <laughs> "So uh-huh. maybe maybe Ellie can do it." Yeah. What do you want me to do? Is there any? Well. Oh, sorry. Okay, what do you, What do you want me to do? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Val's, I'm gonna say this as Val. Are there any other bad guys around here that we that are that can see us? So, uh, <laughs> uh I didn't we should probably be careful it. before we break character. So imagine uh, this is a pretty small area. I, I, let me explain it a little better. So the bottom of this staircase is like a kind of like a landing, right? Mm-hmm. Like as big as you know a, a room, like a foyer in a house kind of situation. You know, bottom of a fancy stairwell. Be a lot foyer. of foyer. Um, foyer. It's not like a like again like the the barrier is blocking you from going any further. So it's just this kind of one you know. So this is it. We can see everything that eight is by here eight and, room. Okay. Uh, there's a folding chair in one corner where Gilly would have sat if he was on shift, um, and just kind of watched over this. Uh, you get the sense that this is just a a very kind of grunt job, like just sit here and make sure nothing happens to the goddamn barrier. Um, okay. Not not really a lot of active work to do. That's why he had a okay. book too. So, I don't need um, to so no, there's nobody else down here. So Val just, reaches down. Raul goes up to Gilly and reaches down with a hand to help him up and says, "Hello." Well, you sound different. Weapon is that a new 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 mod? I love it. Sure thing. Oh, that's that's great. That's a great voice. This is swell. You know. My my body hurts, but my soul feels good. You know what I'm saying? Val reaches to grab his hand and says, How can I help you today? Oh, well, I mean, the health potion might be good. You know, the old, these old bones. But, uh, you know, just just you be, being here in your presence is, is good enough for me. How, how the hell are you, weapon? I feel like we don't talk. This is great. Greetings. I am a variant. No, I don't want to do that one. Nope. Oh, we start, <laughs> you started something there. That's okay. It's okay to, to think about what you want to say. Take a, don't take a worry. second. You can trust me. I'm friendly and approachable. Sure. Well, what what can I... Uh, ooh, let me just stretch my shoulder out here a little bit. Ah, ah. What can I do for you now that we're down here? Um, Val points at the barrier and says... Do the thing. Now, what's that? The thing? Do the thing. Your, your voice changed, too. Everybody's just going through... All kinds of change. That's oh, okay. I, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not familiar with the thing? Mm, I love that that, that organic auto tune. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in in character, I do want to say fuck because he's charmed, mm-hmm. and it will not matter really. Okay. 
but because I mean, he's gonna do whatever we say. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, sure. so in the ca- in character, I'm like, I do my regular voice. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> like a dying <laughs> seal. <laughs> he he barely notices. Um, okay. <laughs> and again, this is only working because he doesn't know that you're the one that threw the he apple. Never met you really before this, so it's not like you're old friends or anything. No, I know, but if my voice is like significantly different randomly. He did have a conversation word, with Autotune Share about 30 seconds ago. And so. I say the word fuck like I made a mistake. He's going to yeah, be like, oops. Oh, whatever. He's going to be like, oh, you're who again? Uh-huh. So can you can you help me out here, Jared? I have, I have um, limited vocabulary here. Oh, okay. Um, Ellie says, Mph! again, she's kind of limited here. You need to do the thing that gets rid of this thing. Oh, we're uh, we're lowering the barrier. Is that? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, you must have. I mean, the weapons here. So clearly, the order came from the artificer. I'm not supposed to do it for anybody but the artificer. But you know, are you sick and sure guessing thing. the weapon? Oh no, not never. I've I've seen what the weapon can do to a man, and it is oh, it is not pretty. I would <laughs> I wouldn't want to be on the weapon's bad side, you know. But you know. laugh out loud. Then get to be on the rid good side. of it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, okay. Well, um. Yeah, I've got this little. Uh, hang on, let me let me see here. And he kind of pats down his armor, and he pulls out a um, a very very small wand, which is weird. It's like it's not like a magic wand; it's like a pencil, basically, the size of a pencil. Ooh. Um, and he goes, "Yeah, this is the this is the the specialized wand that the artificer. I mean, you know that the artificer gave me to. It only works to dispel this barrier. It does have no other magical powers. So, um, I, I, I guess uh, why? What are we doing with these uh, Remedians? Are we are we moving them to make more room for the the new crop, or or what's up? Yeah, we're doing a little bit of rearranging. Hmm. Seems like I would have heard about that, but you know, weapons well, orders. You're or weapons hearing orders. about it now. <laughs> God damn it! I can't. I can't. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Um, uh, I don't really uh, abracadabra bibbity fucking bop. And he he taps his little pencil wand. So they're bad guys, so they say fuck too. Yeah, he taps his little pencil wand against the barrier, and from the point where he tapped it, and then moving outward, the barrier starts to just dissipate and just spreads like a like a dissolving curtain, and just moves and has dissipated. And now you are looking at you have a clear view of four hundred and fifty people in about two dozen cells down here. Uh, they do not look very uh, happy or in very good shape. They are actually in quite the opposite kind of shape. Uh, Thank you for your here. assistance. Oh. You've been a great help. You're an inspiration every day, Weapon. I love you. Oh, oh whoops. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> um, the floors down here are stone and dirty, and the only semblance of comfort is that some hay has been lightly sprinkled on the ground in some of the cells for the captives to try and to make into beds and blankets. Uh, they look tired. They look hungry. They look worn out. Some of them have bruises. They're not doing well down here. And they all, when the barrier uh, the barrier goes down, they all kind of snap to attention and turn and look like, like it's a bad thing, like they're scared of it. Um, and now they're looking at you the know, two, well, I guess three gravers, four gravers, because Gilly's here. Um, well, no, no three. three gravers and the fucking weapon. Yeah. And uh, they don't look super happy about this. Okay. okay. Sorry. I was just going to say, I know we just had 30 fucking minutes of lecturing David on the ethics of murder in a podcast, but- uh-huh. At this point now, I kind of want to just conk the guy over the head and knock him unconscious. So we're on the exact same page. Because what I was going <laughs> to say. He's already charmed. <laughs> yeah, but we got to oh, get yeah, him out I of the way. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. He is our friend. But when is it going to wear off? In an, in an hour? It's an hour or when you do something to harm him or his friends. Does that include releasing prisoners? No. Does that harm him? No. No? Okay. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, it, if you hurt him, then it's done. But you could potentially use him as like... Oh, because this is presumably half of the people. There's more people elsewhere, I think, right? It is all of the people. There were 500 oh, all people of in people. Remedy. You saved 50. This is 450. This oh, okay, is, I apologize. This is a the remaining huge, Remedy once the barrier Indians. goes down, once the barrier goes down, you see this is a huge fucking basement, like warehouse size got to it, house, it, obviously, it, these it, hundreds it. and hundreds of people. I have a question again. Okay. How do we open the portal again? The diamonds. Uh, you, Jared, you have Timothy Timothy's Y phone. It's in my in- inventory? Yes. You call Timothy on the Y phone, and he knows to open the portal. Is it? Because he's back in his world. Is it back world. to the future rules where it's the same location in a different dimension? So we have to go out to the middle of the, the desert so there won't be any people around? 
the portal will open where you call him. He knows oh, he can slay. put the portal where you are. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Also, what I was going to also say, Dave, is I, if like as soon as the barrier drops, you said thank you for your assistance, and then I was going to turn and like on the throat. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, but. Um, okay, so he's still no. our friend. So we can. So he's so still can... our friend, so we're not going to like hurt <sighs> him. Maybe um, no, no, no. Val reaches down and grabs a big rock and lifts it up to hit him, but then uh, Ellie is like, "No, no, 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 no." Lowers your arm like, no, "Yeah, yeah, no, 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 don't, don't do that, bro." <laughs> she says. <laughs> I pull out the Y phone, and I'm like, "I'm just gonna, I, 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 um, how's the reception down here?" I don't and, know what that means. He says, "Okay, cool," and I walk <laughs> away with the phone. Should I just call him now? Like, is that crazy? Is that wild? Should we do something? You got with, the phone. Should we do something We're... with Gilly first? Because he's not going to be charmed for forever, forever. And then once he realizes that we have a portal to take all the print, like, yeah, he is not an enemy right now, but he should not be witness to this. No, but what we can do That's is fine. at least say, "What if we okay, take him with us?" You brought Here. Gary and Jerry with you. That's true. I I have an idea. If he like starts asking questions, murder. So for now, he's alive, and we're gonna let him watch as okay. I. <laughs> we'll let him watch. Phone. <laughs> we'll let him watch. I mean, what he's hot as he's, fuck. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> he's, he's into it. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I'm gonna pull out this cool looking device, and I'm like, bloop 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 bloop. It makes the, it, it makes the it makes the AOL uh, internet fax noise machine. Yeah. It is machine. just a stone. To be clear, it is a, it is a stone. He has it's a stone. Magic. Yeah. It's like a smooth. Is stone it a Flintstone stone phone? Hey. Uh, yeah, so you do hear the uh, the AOL dial-up noises for a second because you know you're calling another dimension. And uh, well, it's that was pretty good, Dave. That was great. That was pretty good. Thank I don't you. even do the sound effect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you hear uh, you, you hear it kind of get picked up, I guess. But then like like he drops it, like oh shit, uh, oh, damn it. Um, and you hear some music on the other end of the line, uh, some some nice like uh, like folky music, like someone's playing a, a mandolin or something. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, hang on one second. Yeah. Um, uh, hello. hello. Hello there. Hey. Timothy Timothy here. Hey, Timothy. It's me, your best friend. Um, we're in a bit Clint, of a pickle. Hey. Um, we're in a bit of a pickle. Uh-huh. I are you somewhere safe that can potentially house uh like five hundred people? Oh, God. Um Well, I mean, I'm still in the forest, you know, with the other the other Remedians, so uh, I, I would... Okay, great. Send a portal. I mean, right over. now can I'm we're... in a Oh no, never mind. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, you no, you go. Okay, send the portal over because I'm about to send you 450 fucking people. <laughs> Holy shit! Timothy, Timothy says. Uh, I mean, hello to you, I guess, but I guess business first. Okay, here we go. Okay, yes. Um, cool. Wow. So, uh, where you are standing, just kind of out in the in the the middle distance, uh, a few feet in front of you, there's kind of this like little blue kind of uh, spark of energy that just appears in midair and starts swirling around in a circle. Small at first, like the size of a marble. A little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, growing and growing and growing. Uh, and you hear Tim the other line going, okay, here, here we go. The, the diamond diamond is shrinking. And there. Is it open? Do we see it? Yeah, it's there. He did it. Oh, oh Slay. Cool. First, I turn to Gilly, and I'm like, Gilly, plug your ears. Gilly, plug your ears. <laughs> he covers uh, his whole ear to his whole hands. Okay. And I closes his eyes really tight for some reason, too. It goes, okay. <laughs> God, he's so cute. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I turn to the group <laughs> and I say, I'm from Remedy. This is a portal to Remedy. Let's go home. But then you're going to do it like that. You're going to go, <gasps> Hey guys, I'm not really a bad guy. I'm, 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 I'm really a good yeah, guy. That's... I'm right from the other dimension. We're here to take you home. Here's a portal. You should go home. For the... <laughs> Does Val I mean, do you... say all that with, Hello? 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 Okay, so that's actually, actually interesting. When you do all those hellos, Val, they look a little bit like, oh, that's not, that's not what the weapon. You hear some some murmurs. That's not the that's not the weapon. Val does the, the most weapon. giddy, big one hand waving over their their head, like like a little kid waving at that you know parents mm-hmm. from way down in the hi hello hello. So it's going hello hello uh, hello hello. Just waving at the crowd. Ellie kind of pokes you, Jared, and goes, "Take your helmet off. Show oh, him, show him that it's you. I I can't because I'm I'm the bad guy here, I guess. But you." Okay. You do it. Don't I, I, t- I turn back and I yell, Gilly, do you still have your eyes closed? What? He, he can't hear you. Can you see me? Can you huh? see me? 
he he's no he's either, he's eyes are closed his hands are covering his ears he's looking down okay. he's squatting also for he's some reason see, see okay. no evil hear no evil so suddenly in this moment time seems to stand still or slow oh. like clock watchers or oh clock my. stoppers rather when things Either start one. to slow down i take the helmet off and i like Pantene Pro V commercial. Mm-hmm. I throw for no reason. N- you have golden locks of hair. Yeah, I was gonna say the non-existent <laughs> hair that I'm currently throwing, and I drop the helmet seductively to the ground, and I turn to the group and I say, "Let's go home." From uh, a few cells away, uh, from from behind, oh. nobody can see because Val's one hand that's waving. Hi, hi. The other hand is sort of like you know, like if you cross your fingers behind your back, like that, where your uh-huh. hand would be there. Val does that, but with the fingers, gives a little, little, and uh, dancing lights are coming from behind Jared and like to, a big to like, backlight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when Jared reveals himself uh, from a few cells away, someone says, "Well, I know that guy," and up steps Jolliver. It's Jolliver, guys. Hey, you remember Jolliver? Who the fuck was Jolliver again? Jolliver, you met him 19 real life months ago. You don't remember him? Was this like episode two? <laughs> episode one, maybe. He was the master of ceremonies at for the, the fucking harvest at the festival. fucking harvest tide festival oh that introduced all God. of you to the audience. He was not safe last time. It's him. He's back, baby. It's Jolliver. You're welcome. 40 episodes later. I never forget. <laughs> we do have some Jolliver fans. Jolliver, that's true. Club. We do. We do. Jay Levy, what up? Um, I so. I squint my eyes and I look across uh the 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 prison. Um hi. <laughs> he he stands up he's like waving his arms. I knew it. I knew you'd come back. Well, it's just great to see you. Can you get us out of this place? Oh, um yeah. We're, we've had a rough go. It's been You um I I don't I don't mean to be um uh-huh. I don't mean to be an asshole here. Oh no, but, you're my hero. But there is a portal, like oh, that's what that right is. Oh, here. yeah, great. So, if you want to just go into it, yeah, just pop open our cells and uh, nothing to see here. Oh fuck! Wait, they're in locked cells. cells. Jared remembers that Gilly has a ring of keys. He used to get into the uh, artificer's Okay, I turn back again. Gilly, you put your helmet back on. No, no, I whatever. guess it doesn't matter. He's charmed, so he is charmed. Yeah. Gilly! Uh, Gilly uh, opens his eyes. Uh-huh. Gilly, throw me your keys. Why do the Clean. work? Why don't just have him go unlock it? Sorry, I'm lazy. I would not you want don't know to Oh, well, then I have to fumble with... Well, do I remember which key he was holding? He's, he's so charmed that he throws you the exact key you need. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's how fucking charmed this guy is. He works Gilly. for you now. Gilly, you're my favorite. Um, oh, that's I, great to hear. I bet it is. I go to each cell. The music is swelling as you're doing this. This heroic music. While he's doing this, cut back to Val, reaches back to the back compartment and pulls out the one page that they ripped out of the book Mm -hmm. and very kindly hands Gilly the page back. Oh, that's nice. Um, As I'm doing this, it's all still slow motion and Foo Fighters' hero is like... Right. It's very heroic music. I mean, we've there's been... there's there's pyrotechnics with Betty bursting behind him, in like a this like is... a smoky haze. You're all jesting, but this is a big deal. This is the your call to adventure. This whole podcast has been to save the Remedians, and you're about to fucking do it. Um, so well, wait, we'll wait, see. wait, wait, wait. You wait, are not letting song... us do it this easily. Wait, that song is actually playing because I have a speaker in my chest. Jared unlocks all the cells. Some of the Remedians are a little, uh, they kind of pull back. Like they've had a rough go. They're not looking uh, like they're very trustworthy of anybody in black armor. Uh, Even though Jolliver has called out that it is you, they're still a little bit like, oh, I don't know. Uh, Seeing the weapon is not great for them. Uh, Ellie is helping you uh, fling open doors. And she's like, come on, come on, come on out. They are a little bit hesitant to do so. But eventually the Remedians step out of their cages and look at each other and look around and, and look toward you and look at this portal. You're at the portal, like waving them over in slow motion. Watch him as he goes. Right. Yep. The first Remedian, Jolliver, we'll say. Jolliver is the first one to say, all right, I think I think we're about to get out of this mess, guys. Jolliver takes one step forward and- Oh, no. I knew you, it. <laughs> of course. A Resident Evil hear, laser comes down and chops his foot off. No, oh there's no Resident God. Evil laser. Not this time. 
you hear, even down here in the basement, it is very loud, an air raid siren go off from somewhere outside. This is loud. The Nazis are here. This sounds like something bad is happening outside. And Jolliver stops and looks up and all the prisoners stop. And they kind of like almost shrink back into their cells like they're scared of this noise. And Jolliver looks at you, Jared, unsure what to do as the camera freezes right there. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit thenostalgianetwork.com for more. Don't you hate when you're watching one of your favorite movies and think, whoa, that didn't age well? Or when you see a reboot of your childhood fave and think, did we really need this? Honestly, same. same. That's why we started the Nostalgia Podcast. A podcast where we discuss the retelling or continuation of pop culture favorites as seen through a queer and feminist lens. That's Jessica Tercero. And that's Eric Lefebvre. Come join us for our bi-weekly conversations about pop culture reboots centered around things like... The patriarchy. Systemic racism. Harmful stereotypes and overgeneralizations. And really just distinguishing when people just need to sit this one out. Listen in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. That's Nostalgia, spelled N-O-T-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Get it? Not Nostalgia. Like nostalgia, but with an extra T, so it's like not nostalgia. <laughs> follow us for fun, critical conversations about media. And remember, stay cute. And stay critical. Bye! Bye!